Nothing like a world pandemic to make you think about ways the world might end. I'm thinking it'll only take a few mad scientists to do the trick. If those stories are true about the laboratory in Wuhan province, China, then we're well on our way. The lab in question was the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and it was apparently conducting experiments with bats, yes, bats, to learn about viruses. And the worst part of this story, the American government helped finance it. What else are we unknowingly financing? As the story goes, something went wrong and someone got infected and then more people got infected and one thing led to another and pretty soon we have the worldwide coronavirus. You know how it always goes with those mad scientists. You've seen all the movies. What's next? The Invisible Man? Where is Claude Rains when you need him? Or Dr. Frankenstein? Who could forget him? Or Dr. Henry Wu making all those monsters in Jurassic Park? The difference is that when you watched all those old mad scientist movies as a kid, you could go to bed, maybe have a bad dream, but wake up in the morning knowing that nothing like that could ever really happen. But things are different now. Science has advanced a lot and bad things can happen. I'm not saying we're going to have invisible monsters running around killing people anytime soon, but as they proved in Wuhan province, bad things, things that can kill people, are being developed in laboratories all over the world, and we don't know enough about the scientists doing these experiments. According to a Washington Post story, the Wuhan lab was cited by the U.S. State Department in 2018 because they said the lab needed to tighten up its safety protocols. Are you kidding? This lab is experimenting with viruses caused by bats, and the virus can kill people, and they need help with their safety protocols. I think Dr. Frankenstein could do a better job than that. How many labs like this exist around the world? What kind of experiments are they doing? We know that China is doing a lot of cloning experiments, experiments that other scientists have been very critical of. And we know that they've done experiments where they've edited genes, too. A Chinese scientist was put into prison for three years for editing the genes of a set of twins while they were in the womb. The edit, he said, was to prevent them from getting the AIDS virus. And after being sentenced, he said he was proud of what he did. What was he thinking? Now, what could possibly go wrong if you edit the genes of babies in the womb? I can think of a lot of things, and so can scientists. Like, could you create someone who is taller than average and stronger too? That's possible right now. Could you make people smarter? Yes, you could. Too bad you couldn't do it out of the womb. Because if that were possible, you could edit the genes of some politicians to make them smarter. Now that would be an experiment that I could support. How many gene editing experiments are being conducted all around the world? Experiments that we don't even know about. I bet there are a lot. I think we should know, but we don't. And we aren't likely to know either. Putting a scientist in prison for gene editing is a good thing. The Chinese scientist who got three years could be just the tip of the iceberg. And he thought 
his experiment was for a good purpose. Do you think that there could be scientists out there doing experiments that aren't being done to help people? I not only think it's possible, but very likely. And I believe there could be government-sponsored experiments that aren't being done to help people. And I'm sure there are scientists who think they're doing good, but who are misguided and putting themselves and others in danger. And because of advancements in science and technology, a real mad scientist, not a movie mad scientist, could be out there, unknown to anyone, who could discover something that could hurt a lot of people. And I'm not just talking about gene editing. Back in 2012, Popular Mechanics magazine uncovered a story about a wealthy businessman named Russ George who was dumping 200,000 pounds of iron sulfate into the Pacific Ocean. He wanted to try to use geoengineering to create plankton so that large amounts of nitrogen would be created in the ocean because he thought it would fight climate change. There are a few rules governing such experiments, but there should be. There was another experiment stopped in the UK that would have seen scientists try to pump water and sulfates into the atmosphere to block the sun to help lower temperatures. That could only have been done or considered by a mad scientist because blocking the sun could conceivably destroy the planet, all in the name of trying to save it. Who thought blocking the sun was a good idea? Idiots, that's who. Mass pandemics, climate scientists, and superhumans running amok aren't the only dangers facing the world. Yes, it's possible that some mad scientist working in an unknown lab somewhere will create a monster that could chase us around and try to eat us, and it won't be a movie. It could be a bat as big as a Volkswagen with very large teeth that could fly 100 miles an hour and eat you with one bite. Or it could be another virus, but much worse. Hopefully, we'll be prepared for it if and when it happens, whatever it is. And hopefully, our government won't be funding the research. A few years ago, it was particle accelerators that would bring an end to the world as we know it. Particle accelerators that slam subatomic particles together at immense speeds, like the Large Hadron Collider near Geneva, Switzerland. People thought that that could turn Earth into a dense sphere or a black hole. Now, you don't have to know much about science to figure out that turning the Earth into a black hole would lead to the end of humanity. But so far, it hasn't happened. Scientists, and not mad ones, think the real threat to humanity will come from technology, computer technology to be specific, and it will be hard to identify and to stop. Any mad computer scientist working on artificial intelligence could do it without anybody knowing it until it is way too late. An article in Science Magazine outlines the dangers posed by artificial intelligence. The article cites a book written by a philosopher, Nick Bostrom. He wrote a book named Superintelligence, Paths, Dangers, Strategies. He says artificial intelligence could lead to the extinction of humans. He says that some group of scientists, presumably mad scientists, could design a computer that could learn and keep on learning until it's so smart that it decides somehow 
that humans are a threat and then wipes us out. This computer would order enough supplies to build tiny robots the size of mosquitoes, millions of them. And at a certain point in time, these tiny little machines armed with nerve gas would fly around killing everything in sight. Humans would be history, and the machine would be free to do whatever a machine wanted to do. It's an interesting theory, and one that a lot of scientists are taking very seriously. A group of scientists at Cambridge University in England are watching and studying to monitor which technologies pose an existential threat to the world. They want to learn which of these technologies could lead to the end of humans on the planet. Then they want to come up with strategies that would stop this from happening. Good luck with that. The theory is that as science progresses, it potentially puts the destruction of the planet into the hands of individuals, and that poses a real threat to everyone. Before he died, Stephen Hawking wrote an article with the headline, Humanity's Days Are Numbered and AI Will Cause Mass Extinction. A lot of people believe that AI will be the end of us all. We'll all be controlled by a single computer, and it will be terrible because it will sound just like Elizabeth Warren and it will build tiny machines to go around putting computer chips in our brains, and all we'll hear is her voice all day long telling us what we can and can't do. It'll tell us when to eat and what we can eat, and how much we can drink and what we can watch on TV. It'll criticize everything we do and call us racist and homophobic, and it'll talk about social justice and climate change and how we shouldn't drive our cars anymore or fly planes, or anything. Pretty soon, the human race will be gone forever due to mass suicide. Other scientists think that none of this is true at all. They say that AI will be a good thing. It'll drive our cars and cook dinner and do all kinds of things to make our lives easier. And it will never have the ability to learn. Who can you believe? These scientists say that we should be more concerned with real threats like climate change. I just hope they're not the same scientists who want to block out the sun because I can't see myself walking around with a flashlight all the time. I sometimes wonder if it would be just safer to outlaw science altogether. Now, I guess we can't do that, but we could try to make scientists act responsibly and ethically. Unfortunately, we seem to be turning our back on ethics. It looks like we're going to have to watch them all the time to make sure they aren't doing harmful things in their basement labs that could kill everyone on the planet. I'd be much happier if they were all looking for a cure for cancer and heart disease and opioid dependency and a lot of other things rather than making monsters or AI that can build millions of tiny robots to kill us all. I think someday we'll look back with nostalgia and wish for the good old days when mad scientists were all in books or in the movies. It wasn't real then. It was fantasy. And fantasy generally can't kill you. Mad scientists used to be entertaining, but no more. I guess the best we can hope for is that for every mad scientist working in their basement looking for ways to hurt us, there are more of the good ones out there doing good things for the world. And the good ones, hopefully, will keep us safe from the bad ones.